0: Well, strongest podcast. Yeah, that awesome.
1: Yeah, there that, we that go. Yay, we're confident. Let's
2: yeah, not. God. Let's not speak out of turn now.
1: Yeah, no, 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 we're not competent, we're acceptable. Oh,
2: we're competente, as they say in the French, so... I don't think they do. Yeah, they do. That's competent in French.
1: Do you know French? Nope. Or how to say say competent in it. More important question, (laughs) does Thomas know French? I don't, but why would that be the one word you'd learn?
2: I don't know if that's right. Well, then how could you possibly call him on it? But if you you look it up, Am I right? (laughs) And then you'll see that I'm a real fucking genius. Do or I'm a real moron. Open. No, you have it open.
1: <laughs> I don't. I'm not checking this. This is so low. <laughs> this is so low stakes here.
2: Also, it wouldn't be competent. It would be competente. That's how they would probably say it in French, too. Uh, it Zach, fact wrong. check. Zach, <laughs> fact check me. Is it competente?
1: Sw- maybe.
2: Zach, fact check Com- me. T- Zach, fact check. Zach.
1: In French. Search, hmm. competente
2: or compet. <laughs> so, do they say competent? Competente, and then masculine is competent. Do they say competent? I, do
0: like
1: I don't know the mm-hmm. e, the uh, accent. That sounds like one of those. So once again, I've done it, it. like the real word sounds like someone doing a joke. All I'm <laughs> like, saying is,
2: if you ask me something in a full French French sentence, I would go, "This is America, sir. Please leave." We only speak English here and Spanish. Those are the two languages I accept now. If you're speaking French, Quebec is right up there for
1: you. This is oddly backwards and progressive. (laughs) Look, I I I don't don't like
2: Quebec or those people, but I love (laughs) everyone south of there.
1: Can we isolate that clip? So that if we're ever in Quebec, I can just play that. Play
2: that, and then I get beat up by <laughs> the fucking bag baguette wearing men.
1: They're wearing running baguettes? through
2: the running through the town, delivering their baguettes.
1: Be? No, 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 no no no, wearing, I, no, 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 Thomas,
2: Thomas, I've been to France. And wearing they do, their black they do wear turtlenecks, baguettes.
1: this is a thing. This is this scares me.
2: Back black turtlenecks and black slacks for some reason, while they smoke out of. One long extra pipe that contains a cigarette at the end that's only very small. As they pour a <laughs> jar
1: of nicotine and pour it pour it on themselves.
2: Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And then they roll up their sleeve and there's five coffee patches and three nicotine patches and they stare at you, bloodshot eyes. Why are
1: cigarettes still so much more popular in Europe than like um, here?
2: Because in America, we have the I freedom mean, to kill ourselves on soda. They do not. So they choose to kill themselves on cigarettes instead
1: you say that have you visited west virginia man they changed the flavor of coke zero again
2: is it bad now like it always has? no it,
1: it weirdly tastes like a little sweeter like i barely notice a difference but they went out of their way to change all of the labeling and packaging and include like a stamp on it that says like great new flavor which they did like five years ago i was like this is a weird short time that they keep adjusting the taste here do you, know you think they didn't actually okay. do anything? They just found more labels and thought, "Well, we have to use these."
2: I think <laughs> I think that's probably what happened.
1: Well, they designed a whole new can. Oh, like it looks shit. different Wait, now. Is like the can now it's like, different? Yeah, it's like all dark red and then black labeling and it says like Coke Zero Sugar on it.
2: Oh, okay. I thought the can itself had been fucked with. Like, no, so like instead the of like, being cans. like a cylinder, you'd get like a cube and they're like new can coke Zero. no it's and i was like new that's labeling on the can. amazing
1: but i feel like the cans are very set in stone
2: by now yeah but what about a cubic can what about a what about a cube of soda would you like a cube of soda
1: i don't think the world's ready for a cube of soda
2: i forgot i was gonna bring oh you know what also pisses me off about soda and not actually soda, but the people who drink them are the people who are like, ah, oh, you get the artificial, like, sweet soda. I like that real sugar soda. Those people are the vinyl, you know, buying people of the world. Disgusting. <laughs> You're not they're like, wrong. They're like, oh, let me pull out my fucking 8-track taste buds and listen, and drink it on there. And I'm like, just shut the fuck up and drink the soda. <laughs> you scumbag. I hate this shit.
1: I feel like we've touched a nerve somewhere. Yeah, I feel like we need to start Ooh, the episode Let me get my cane Chase sugar of soda. Zach, start us in before Chase says something. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 42nd episode of the World's Strongest Podcast, where we answer
2: the answer. Where you. bat bat Fuck. Cane sh- soda fucking sucks. Shit. <laughs> and people who like it in. suck too.
0: <laughs>
2: start it up, Zach. Welcome to
1: episode 42 of the World's Strongest Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and he's my co-host, Chase. Hi. And Thomas. Howdy ho. And today we're talking about episodes 114, 115, and 116 of Dragon Ball after a pretty good hiatus. I think, yeah, there'll be a couple, some time between episodes. But, uh,
2: yeah. Uh, Let's just jump right in, I guess. Uh, I thought you were going to describe why there was a hiatus, but instead you just said there was i mean i don't want to i just don't want to i'm trying i am
1: trying not to dox us with every
2: episode (laughs) well my passport info says (laughs) i don't need
1: our like three listeners in sweden that i don't know why we have three listeners in sweden but we do i looked on anchor (laughs) i don't need them swatting going through the
2: vpn their nord vpn (laughs) obviously ends up in sweden Uh, You
1: know, I never thought about because I was like, man, we have weird listens in different countries, and I just never thought to think, oh, people might be using a VPN. (laughs) Also we're not we're not sponsored by NordVPN, but we could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like we mentioned them enough times. If we mentioned them enough times, it's kinda like Candyman or something, like they will appear
0: if we say say
1: nordvpn five times in the mirror
2: (laughs) the cable comes out and kills you (laughs) but if you say raid shadow legends five times it just installs on your phone you play it for like a week and you're like "Ah, alright I did recently
1: I was looking through my phone and raid shadow (laughs) legends was on it and I don't ever remember downloading it but that's not what we're here to talk about today because they aren't paying us Yet, yeah, we're here to talk about episodes 114, 15, and 16 of Dragon Ball. Starting with episode 114 conquest and power, which, like, there will at least be two things in this episode. Check me making a stupid snide reference about the episode title. No, nope. and we're yeah, of course, back I had to write it of down. we're, we're right back in the swing of things, we're back in this, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, boy. And of course, I had to write this down because I will always write stuff like this down, but man. Piccolo Daimo, like Demon King Piccolo's theme slaps. It so just good. always slaps. And this is like, it's picking up now. Like if I'm, at least to me, it sounded like this is a fuller version of it than the first time we heard it.
2: Uh, compared to like his old boy form. Yeah. This is like the full rendition of it. And then we get the remix rendition later on when he uh, dies and his son comes, which we all know happens. Boilers. Yeah. Yeah, spoilers, there's another Piccolo, and <laughs> we all know about
1: it. <laughs> yeah, who that at first is called Piccolo Jr., and then everyone just kind of starts calling Piccolo after a certain point. <laughs> it's easier. E- yeah, it's easier. Much easier. But yeah, episode opens with the people on Furry Force One freaking the hell out because Demon King Piccolo is just standing in front of them on their plane, with a soldier on the ground having to be dissuaded from taking a futile shot at him. Like he is no. like, I think he's got like a fucking bazooka, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah no, he's but like, got like a bazooka, <laughs> and like his commanding officer jumps in front of it, it's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And The king is up there. And the guy's like, "Oh yeah, good point." Yeah, I added futile because like we've seen him get hit by like forty rockets at this point, and he doesn't even block them. Like they're such a non-threat. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah,
2: we we have, we have long. The first episode was bullets are ineffective, so. At this point, yeah. it is really just, like, a show to be like, look, these guys have guns. <laughs> Which not, I will they're say... They're not doing anything.
1: Yeah. Like, episode one of this show showed us that bullets were ineffective against the weakest version of Goku we've had so far. So, like, I feel like they don't need to reestablish how ineffective guns are against people, because the bar's already been set. Yeah, guns, guns don't will. kill people in the Dragon World. Fists do. No. I think up until... Actually, Super does have a scene of somebody trying to shoot Goku and showing how ineffective it is. So, like, up until even modern Dragon Ball, they will just keep reiterating like how Super's ineffective like Super's first
2: episode are. is, like...
1: He's no, out at the it's farm
2: like, and he comes back and, like, a bandit tries to, like, rob him. No,
1: that's the first episode of the Tournament of Power stuff. That's oh, like halfway. man, I run. was real
2: out of whack when I watched Super sometimes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he's like, same outfit, same stuff as those first episodes. But yeah, no, this is Goku right before the Tournament of Power. Because uh, he gets grazed by one of the bullets, and that's when he's like, Ah, shit, I'm a little out of practice, because it's been a few months since Zamasu. Oh, I should hit up Zeno and tell him to do that tournament, I asked.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Time, to, time to throw the world apart on a, a big bit.
1: <laughs> and all because of that one bandit. Don't do crime, people. Oh, yeah. Or, or, unless, or else your entire else universe will get crime. destroyed. Or I guess, yeah, do crime and your whole universe might be spared. Because they do establish, like, if they didn't do the Tournament of Power, the Zenos were just going to wipe out all the universes that competed in that. <laughs> um. But anyway... Piccolo kicks open the cockpit of Furry Force One and threatens King Furry, telling him that he is relieved of his post. Yeah. The king's first officer tries to shoot Piccolo, and like, as our previous conversation set up, that he just that does nothing. And Piccolo prepares to drop him from the plane. He just picks him up by the throat. And he's like holding him over the side, but Furry begs for the man's life, and he's like, "Let him go." And Piccolo's like alright, and lets him go <laughs> yeah, over the King side Fury of the plane. didn't see this one coming, Yeah, I really don't know how he didn't see this. This is very standard villain fare. King Fury, um, I thought you were
2: a leader. What are you doing? Haven't you seen a
1: movie? <laughs> mm. Let him go free, and Pickle is like, are we are we doing this? Are we doing this right now? <laughs> oh my doing god, he walked right oh, into it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, right? Piano, piano, piano I, get the camera. Someone actually yeah, did I, it. <laughs>
2: i was just gonna stab him through the chest but then you said the thing now i gotta do it i was legitimately gonna let you both live but you, you pulled the bit you know you hit that you put the fucking coin the bit slot and I was like well i'm pulling
1: <laughs> do it for the vine piccolo says as he drops this man to his death oh god uh, furry tells piccolo that he will give up his throne so long as he leaves his people alone piccolo's like you have literally no position to barter here <laughs> i do <knew>, like that <laughs> piccolo the was
2: standing on top of this flying ship that he tried to do, this very dinky escape craft and just standing on top of, like look i could kill everyone right now and there's just <laughs> you just got nothing
1: yeah which i mean yeah he really reiterates this point because he's like furry tell everyone that i'm their ruler and then furry this is when furry's like no after asking to advocate his throne and saying he will. And that's when Piccolo smiles and he charges energy in his raised fist. His eyes glow and he channels it from one fist to the other, holds his hand up and detonates a whole city block with just one blast. And he's just like, all right, I can keep doing this. Yeah, it's a really big Which crater. Is-
2: like, yeah, takes out, at,
1: like, a quarter of the city. And, like, I like one well, touches, like, when they show the devastation, the screen goes, like, wavy. You can see, like, the heat radiating off this hole in the ground. Yeah, you said, like, a block. It's definitely, like,
2: a, a whole quarter of the city yeah, is it's, uh, now. Yeah, it's
1: more than a block. It is... Yeah, no. Which, we talk about power scaling in Dragon Ball. This is definitely bringing Piccolo up the scale of villainy. Which I know that was, like, Toriyama's idea. He's like, I wanted... The first truly evil, threatening villain, and I think this cements it. If we hadn't really cemented it already, which I feel like we had, <laughs> but this, but we hadn't really seen Piccolo unleash since he wished to be young again and be in his prime. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is kind of like this isn't even full power. Like Piccolo, this does not seem to be a very difficult feat for him, and he nope. blew up half a city, which. You know, later Dragon Ball, half a city's nothing, but current Dragon Ball, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a, yeah, it's like, we yeah, we haven't seen anyone do anything like this yet, really. Yeah. Not like, this like as much like a, as like a bit Yeah, as like a, just yeah. a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just
1: a show of force, like just because he yeah. could. Just to really emphasize to furry, like you have no power here.
2: Well, do you remember what he says right afterwards? is like the crater Suno, and everyone like looks at it. No, this, um, oh, yeah. What he says. He goes, mm. he goes I can tell your visual alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as he's quaking, like...
0: Yeah, <laughs> like he is a Pic-
2: Piccolo is non-stop <laughs> with the lines here. We glossed
1: over it, but before he blows up the half the city... Yeah, and King Fury is like, I won't let you... Do- You're a monster, you can't do this. He has a line like, what? I honored your last request as king. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Piccolo... The writing for Piccolo Daimo, for Demon King Piccolo, is just great. Yeah, the, <laughs> the I writing tell... for
2: him and everyone around him is like, I'm going to do a setup, and you, King Piccolo, <laughs> will then be able to slam dunk it every time. <laughs> and just... I, oh, every no, character can... is like a perpetual get-dunked-on creation. Oh
1: no, and you could tell, like, Sabit is just having the time of his life playing <laughs> this character. Which is like, I had this conversation with somebody else recently. It's like, if there's one thing I want to hear when somebody's voicing a character, it's someone... If it's not, like, a super, super, like, very delicate, very intense performance, I want to hear they're having fun. <laughs> and Sabat sounds like he's having the time of his life voicing this bastard. hmm Yeah. And it is great. It is so good. It's just li- one-liner after one-liner from Demon King Piccolo. <laughs> Ugh. Down at ground level, we do see Suno and, like, a rabbit guy looking at the devastation and death and despair. Piccolo tells Furry... That this is only a fraction of what he can do. And he'll reduce the whole city to ash if Furry doesn't give in. Which, like I said, like the character modeling, the animation behind it, really sells that this is not Piccolo at full blast. This is this is just a show of force. Mm-hmm. Um, so Furry agrees in a bid to save some lives. And Piccolo just laughs. <laughs> Which, damn, his evil laugh is so good too. <laughs> I was going to say, like, it is intimidating.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, Uh, King Big Luke's just good in this. Like, he just makes sense for what they're going for all the time. mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, especially as, like, we've talked about how the, uh, the Red Ribbon Saga is kind of a transistory saga for Dragon Ball. Where it's like, they weren't quite dedicating all the way to having, like, a big, big, bad, like, real bastard evil type character. Yeah. But they were starting to venture away from Pilaf and, like, pure comedy gag stuff. And this, like, scene... I think I've said this exact phrase, like, six times now, but this scene cements that even further, like, really aids in building that tone. It's like, right. we are we are long past the days of Pilaf, which I I think it's interesting that Toriyama chose to have Pilaf and Piccolo interact so much mm-hmm. because of that, because it really then super emphasize like how things have changed, the new world order now that Piccolo's here. Yeah. Where we started, where we ended, and it really just highlights the contrast. Yeah. And it's ah, oh, I love it. Um Back at the site of Roshi's last stand, Yamcha and co. put Roshi and Chaozu in appropriately sized pods that Bulma had made, I just in case. love it! She's just like, <laughs> yeah, ma- re-
2: grieving, making the Krillin coffin, and she just takes a second to think, you know what, I should really make a couple more of these, just in case.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's something really fucked up about the fact that she had Roshi and Chaozu sized coffins ready to go. <laughs> Which tells me either she was really, really forthcoming in who she picked, or she also has Yamcha, Tien, and Goku sized coffins. Ready well, almost, to go. almost certainly the latter. Oh, almost certainly. She's like, I predicted I would be. Which also says something about like, does she have a Bulma sized coffin for other people to use, or was she <laughs> sure she was going to make it in case of death? Use capsule number thirty six.
2: Yeah. Yes. In case of Bulma death, apply directly. <laughs> I
1: feel like it would say a lot about Bulma, however that question's answered, if she had a Bulma coffin ready to go. Because in my mind, the way Bulma is, I don't think she has a Bulma coffin. I she think she saw doesn't. herself. Yeah, I think she saw herself as being the one to put this back together. Or figured that if she died, it was it was all over anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is very funny. <laughs> Yamcha runs for the radio on their plane, trying to hail Tien, begging him to let Yamcha help. Bulma also asks Tien to help them get the Dragon Balls and wish everyone back, and that's when Tien tells them how Piccolo killed the fucking dragon. <laughs> Which, again, for stakes, is really a nice just stake setter for this. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> they they mm-hmm. don't have a get-out-of-jail-free card anymore. Um, Which goes right Tien... over Oolong's head. As yeah. he immediately quips oh, so much for being eternal that's like yeah, the one real. thing he can focus on for the rest of the scene I think this is like fucking oolong coping mm-hmm. <laughs> he's i think internally he's given up all hope probably uh, but I, I just
2: opium there don't you Oolong?
1: <laughs> probably but I just enjoyed that it was like the one thing that he that he got out of that exchange
0: mm-hmm
1: I think the second Roshi... He found Roshi's corpse. Oolong gave up on the idea that they can win this. Just checked out. Yeah. Oolong's like on autopilot just quipping and being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tien hangs up on Yamcha as he once again is saying, like, just let me help you. And Tien vows that if anyone else is going to die in this fight, it will only be him. Which Dude. we know he saw... The mafuba being used, so pretty good odds. Tn is going to try to replicate it, Survivors and he knows that it killed Roshi. Drug. Yeah, for real. Uh, the gang despairs over the loss of their friends and the dragon, which Oolong, yeah, cracks the joke about so much for being eternal, huh? Like that's a terrible Oolong impression. Yeah, that was really more kind Oolong. of a, like a man launch. Yeah, uh, before launch. Uh, pulls out a shotgun and puts it up to his head, speaking of Launch, Because that's Launch's thing, is to just pull out a gun at any given moment. She's like the worst improv partner. <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> or, the <best. laughs> or the best. You can
1: set it up real easy. Mm-hmm. At the base of Korin Tower, Upa and Bora are speaking about Goku's condition and the task at hand of getting up there, with Bora hoping Hoping that recovery takes a while, as he knows Goku's just going to jump right back in to fight Piccolo as soon as he feels better. Um, Which is accurate. (laughs) I guess not entirely accurate, given what happens next, but... Well, I mean, he tried. (laughs) Yeah. So, near the top of the tower, Yajirobe is carrying Goku the last couple meters, fantasizing about the coming meal, before slipping a little bit, but he does catch himself. He daydreams too hard about food, almost kills them both. But he catch Well, I guess probably not. I don't think fall <laughs> damage exists in the Dragon Ball universe if you're strong enough. Yeah, if you can take yeah. the
2: fall, you're okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I And I think, like, you know, Tien and Goku, in battered, beat-up, out-of-breath condition, survived, like, probably an Empire State Building-ish level of fall. Into a moving truck. Into a moving truck for goku just i still love that finale of that fight i actually really unapologetically love how that fight ends i
2: don't think you need to apologize for, <laughs> I'm for apl- liking that
1: <laughs> i'm apologizing does
2: anyone else really like the ending of that fight or am i just weird here <laughs> yeah am i the only <laughs> universally one? loved fighting dragon ball is this good <laughs> <laughs> i'm willing to die on this
1: hill yeah i'm willing to die on the popular hill <laughs> Um,
2: just like me in high school my right yeah. fellow gamers
1: <laughs> what, what? <laughs> no yajirobe and goku are now inside after the commercial it, it, it is like they're almost at the top of the tower they do the commercial like like cut away cut back from commercials yajirobe and goku are inside the tower <laughs> just like we i guess we it. don't need we don't need to see them go up the last couple inches but i'm almost like they we don't see them crawl up the hole if i remember right like they're just in the room now. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, Yajirobe is carrying Goku to the top balcony area immediately, which I thought was a weird instinct on Yajirobe's part to carry him up these stairs, too. I thought he would have just dropped him down there. Look, dog, he's been climbing for, like, six hours now, or however long it took. He's gonna, he'll be damned if he's gonna stop climbing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, fair. But yeah, Goku, he carries Goku up there, plops him down, and then collapses. Corin just pops out from around a corner, being like, man, Yajirobi, you did great. Uh, starting their relationship, I guess. And made it up with <laughs> Goku on his back. Which, yeah, is fair. Like, he was carrying a Goku's amount of weight the first time he climbed Corin Tower. I guess Bora gave him a boost up the first little part of it. Yeah, much, a
2: little, little toss. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think whatever handicap Bora gave him is evened out by the fact that he then had to carry two people's worth of weight up Corrin Tower. And he did it pretty easily. <laughs> like, I mean, I know he kind of falls over, but he gets back up pretty quick after just taking a breath for a second. Well, yeah, there's a talking cat talking to him. Oh, yeah. Corrin mm-hmm. also reveals that he already knows why Goku is here, which makes sense since he's got... You know, like the scrying water or whatever, which I wrote, and then the Ajirobe is like, "You can't see shit through these clouds." Before Corrin points out what I literally just said, like this is one of those cases where I like had to pause to catch up with my notes, wrote this thought, and then immediately unpause, and that thought was addressed. This has happened a few times.
2: <laughs> you're, you're like, well, how do I? How does this make any freaking? you will obviously make sense like this." And you're like, "Yeah, no, we got it. This is Tor- Toriyama writing. We're explaining."
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Love it. In the jars, they look. He just walks over and grabs the jars. I don't know why I capitalized the word in. I think I just forgot to stop hitting shift.
2: <laughs> just, but, the way you said that made me go like, wait, did I fucking forget? So this is going to get fucking <laughs> wild. No.
1: no. But he opens up the jar and Yajirobe watches Piccolo tell King Furry that he will do what he says. Like, it's just in... He's moved his throne into Furry's office very <laughs> haphazardly, which I love. Um, and then Piccolo insults Furry's inability to defend his people from him. Like, How dare you not be able to blow up a city block with your hand?
2: You know, <laughs> you know what? In this universe? Fair. What a pathetic <laughs>
1: excuse for an elected king.
2: Kind
0: I don't of.
1: Hercule Hercul can't shoot Key Blast, and yet Hercule can take a direct hit from Perfect Cell. Yeah, I mean, Hercules Hercules a little better than the fucking
2: King Fury.
1: That's true. Hercules definitely stronger than King Fury. But he wasn't elected king for his might. He was elected king for his love of the people. (laughs) For his system. system. And also he wished on the Dragon Balls. He he wished on the Dragon Balls, I believe, is established or at least very heavily hinted
2: at. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with hinted at. Um, I do not think it's established yet.
1: Yeah, no goku back to goku and corin and goku tells corin he's here to keep training in order to beat piccolo and corin starts it off by giving him a sensu which out of Yajiro, he just holds out the bean to goku and yajirobi just sees it just goes
2: the beans <laughs> <laughs> dude it fucking killed me when it happened it, it destroyed
1: th- me <laughs> i had to pause just so i could laugh for like a couple minutes <laughs> It's like bean i'm dying Daddy. Because the delivery is so good. <laughs>
2: they are oh, it's perfect. forever, forever terrible good characters.
0: Yeah.
1: Yajirobe is then pissed by the small size of the beans before he starts to just fucking wolf it all the beans down. <laughs> he just eats like a whole damn jar of them, which we've established that one is enough to sustain Goku for like two days, which is saying something. Yeah, an
2: unheard of amount of
0: in mm-hmm.
1: that bean. Yeah. Which, like, Goku and Kord are both like, what the fuck is he doing? We <laughs> told him. Is he going to explode? Should we be taking cover? Uh, And that's when, like, Yajirobe puffs up, like, a fucking cartoon character. Which, I mean, I guess he is one uh, with Goku. <laughs> like, even more of a cartoon <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that, all right, that got me. <laughs> oh,
2: he, he actually yeah, became a cartoon character. Well, you yeah, know. but it went
1: from, you know, like, Toriyama 80s anime to you know fucking looney tunes oh yeah he becomes he
2: becomes a ball and then yeah it's like oh my tummy which i (laughs) guess
1: like they probably drew inspiration from the west for a lot of these visual guys i mean yeah
2: we we watched we watched fucking the what is it the ariel show dr slump like we had that's that's all just looney tunes
1: um a raleigh first of all chase a
2: (laughs)
0: raleigh
1: Yeah, look, if well, we're going to get glasses. anything right, we're going to get names right, because we made this podcast, damn
0: it. <laughs> God, God damn it! <laughs> I want this one thing! <laughs> but yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's when Goku is then, like, reiterates to be like, dude, you just need one. <laughs> um, And this is when Goku eats a sensu bean and is completely restored, which I don't... I might be forgetting something from earlier, but I think this is one of the first times where we've seen the beans, like, heal you. Yeah, this is the first instance of the healing potion bean. Yeah, because like when they're first established, they're just like, this fills you up and restores your stamina, and you only need to eat one, and you'll be filled for, I think Yajirovi, or Korin says you'd be filled for like a month, but for Goku's stomach, that was like two days. Yeah. Um, which makes sense, act- honestly, given mm-hmm. how much food we've seen Goku eat and how much he works out.
2: Hey. I don't think I don't think the working out has anything to do with it, but I agree that Goku's stomach does inhale a lot of food.
1: <laughs> it does, but uh, yeah. So I was like, I thought that was an interesting rule shift here because I, if you've watched Z, then when you think of sensu beans, you think of them as like a heal item. At least that's for me. Like I thought of sensu beans as like, all right, here's the get back up token, so that we don't have to put you in a pod for ten episodes like we did Goku. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Back at Kame House's new location, Yamcha and Co. lament the loss of Roshi looking at his now empty chair. No, his favorite chair. Yeah. But they catch someone flipping through a girly mag in a chair outside. And they're like, oh shit, it's Roshi. And they run out there, and it's just Oolong, who they hit. (laughs) Well, yeah, he's looking at softcore pornography on Playbook. (laughs) Which is the name of the magazine. That's, that's so stupid. <laughs> so <dumb. laughs> this is the line. <laughs> <laughs> I can, look, I can stand a pig masturbating in a chair, but he's masturbating in a playbook. That's where I draw the line. I think that's like how, I, I watched uh, Steins Gate for the first time this year. And I think they have like a Dr. Pepper stand-in that's called like DK Thunder or something. <laughs>
2: And that's where I drew the line.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, "This is why." (laughs) Um, No,
0: I'm
2: done with. And now I'm done with anime.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but
1: then Launch comes out and is like, "Come get dinner." And Launch is back in blue. I've noticed that they really seem to gravitate towards having Launch in her blonde form almost all the time. It's It's the only character interesting Launch. Yeah, she is. She has a more fun dynamic with the whole group than Blue Launch. Blue Launch just kind of stands there taking space they don't do anything with her she, she still has really have much to do she still has by far one of the lines that made me laugh the hardest in this whole show <laughs> in the dub but we've gone over that several times it's like bat cat gurgling like i feel like i don't have to talk about it anymore uh no one gang... needs to talk
0: about bat cat gurgling anymore <laughs> <laughs> you know hot. it when you see it yeah <laughs>
1: I really can't emphasize enough if you haven't watched the show and have just been listening to us, please watch that scene. (laughs) uh, The gang gathers around their large meal with launch having made too much food used to cooking for Roshi being there, too. And Yamcha just wishes he was stronger. But still on his memoirs.
2: No one knows what it's like. Yeah, Yamcha,
1: you're going to be wishing this a lot over the next couple years, and I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, I have an interjection. I get Go that everybody's, if everybody's so sad about, like, Krillin and Roshi and everything, I'm pretty sure Bulma could just turn them into androids right now. We haven't established that that technology yet. The only androids we've seen so far are, like, Metallitron and Ader who are actual full android androids. Yeah, but Jero's oh. operating at this time. She could definitely do it, right? Fair. Oh, I was gonna say, fun fact that I found out about the manga of Dragon Ball recently is That apparently in the manga, Major Metallotron's name is Full Metal Jacket. Hmm. Which I'm guessing they probably changed for the dub so they didn't get sued.
0: <laughs> yeah. Didn't bump I'm... up
1: against copyright.
0: <laughs> what the fuck? You're what? Yeah, because it's
2: just... also
1: weird because that's a completely different movie reference than everything else about him. Yeah,
2: I'm just, I'm like. What? Like, I'm surprised his name wasn't like Arnold. Or this is some JoJo's Bizarre Adventure level naming <laughs> scheme shit that I'm just like, not, not, Dragon Ball doesn't enter my brain for that. They're like, yeah, it's Full Metal Jacket. And you're like, what? Who? Yeah, it is weird because like, yeah, like
1: Toriyama, when he names people, it's usually fucking food or some shit. <laughs> like, it's never her, like a movie title. Yeah. It's y- very outside the Dragon Ball naming convention. Which well, yeah, remember, you, you
2: have fucking piano and drum and then my other character, Full Metal Jacket. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah no, favorite. it is Child. That's FMJ it's... over there.
1: Yeah. It is a strange one. But that was a... I had to look it up because I was watching uh, Totally Not Mark on YouTube, who recently decided to review the original Dragon Ball himself. Uh, but he's reviewing it, like, entire arcs at a time. Um... But yeah, he mentions Full Metal Jacket, and he's reviewing the manga, not um, the anime. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but he was like Full Metal Jacket when I showed Metalatron on the screen, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I had to like go look this up.
2: I'm gonna say um, Major metallotron's a better name than Full Metal Jacket.
1: I think yeah. it's more fun.
2: Yeah, I it, it fits the like fun energy. If if it was like send in Full Metal Jacket, I'd be like, what? Ooh. Yeah, that's almost too intense for Dragon Ball right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, Especially gonna be, like, I, it's too intense for Dragon Ball forever because no one ever gets like true. a fun, weird, strong name. Everyone gets a weird, goofy name. I was going yeah. to say the Frieza. Matter, Frieza is kidding? one of the strongest characters you get. Yeah. And it's just, oh my God, it's a freezer. Like, it's that's the name. With an A. Yeah. Uh, it's like the most recent
1: arc of Super. Like, we have a character who is strong enough that he one-punched Mastered Ultra Instinct Goku in a recent chapter. Spoilers. And oh, no. his name is, a granola is Granola Bar. bar. <laughs> yeah, it's a Granola <laughs> Bar. It's a healthy trail mix. And he has such an edgy design. Not like edgy in a bad way, but very much like an edgy protag design. It's, it's extremely...
2: If you want to, like, really look, it is an extremely, and this is because Tr- Dragon Quest designs, like, what I see. It's, like,
1: in. somewhere between Dragon Quest and Chrono Trigger. Right, like, yeah, and you're like, like it's oh, it's all franchise. like, for mean.
2: some reason Toriyama, like, instead of, like, making it look more, like, Dragon Ball-y, which is what you see, like, this is, like, whenever you look at all the stuff from, like, uh, what's it called, um, from Dragon Quest and Chrono you're like, oh, this looks like Toriyama stuff. This is the first time I've looked at a character and go, that's him looking more like his Dragon Quest shit. Instead of like me oh, yeah. playing Dragon Quest going, oh, I'll a Dragon Ball. Like, this looks but, like a, dra- he's a Dragon Quest motherfucker. This is a oh, Dragon no. Quest main character.
1: And the most interesting part of that to me is that I'm pretty sure Toyotaro is actually the one
2: who designed Granola. Which means he's digging that Dragon Quest design, which means oh, eventually sure. he will bring the swords back. <laughs> the swords will come mm-hmm. back.
1: <laughs> Swords
2: are cool. Tathurys are cool. in Future Trunks is one of my favorites. Look, there's no practical use to a katana ever in any universe, on Dragon Ball. But if someone pulls out a fucking katana or a sword, you're like, that's the dopest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the only reason people like Trunks as much as they do is he first appears with a fucking sword, and you're like, that's fucking rad.
1: Hey, he gets, like, a fucking energy sword at one point in Super. Like That's lesson rad, which is depressing. It's no, still I, cool.
2: I'm, I love to, it. But just a sword, and I'm like, yeah, all
1: right. But it's like his sword gets broken, and he, like, channels his key into the sword to make a new blade, and it's cool as hell.
2: Like, I'll put it like this. In Star Wars, lightsaber's cool. The vibroblade, much cooler. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like if fair, you're like, fair. oh cool, a lightsaber, but then I pull out a fucking blade, it vibrates so quickly it cuts through flesh like a lightsaber. You're like, never mind, that's way sicker. Someone said, I want a lightsaber, but I can't get one. I'm gonna go make my own. And then did oh, yeah. <laughs> and then mass produced it.
1: Uh but anyway, back on track. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: another classic WSP tangent. But yeah, and this episode's gang- all right too. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, yeah, I think it's fairly good. It's a good, like, resetting the stakes after a big shakeup in the last episode. Um, but yeah, the gang gathers around. Roshi's gone. Uh, Yamcha wishes he were stronger. Oolong's like, Tien's got this. Cuts to the woods. <laughs> and an owl who just has glasses on. I love this owl. Reason. I adore this yeah. owl. He's great. He's adorable. He's Adored watching. The white. Yeah. <laughs> Tien. He's watching Tien by a campfire, meditating on the fight between Roshi and Piccolo and the death of Tzu. Tien focuses, trying to push away his anger to bring out only the technique. And Tien manages to summon a little bit of energy and fire like a basic version of the Mafuba or evil containment wave, which puts out his fire. Which, like, visually, this was really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I like this. I like this scene, but I do have one quibble. Tien should definitely be meditating inside the fire. Yes. That would have been sick. It seems like a much more Tien thing to do. Yeah, Tien is kind of our our 10 out of 10 intensity character. Kind
2: of forever.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's his thing. Tien is very straight-laced, like he's the straight man to the comedy of Goku half the time. Um which is it's yeah, it makes for a good dynamic and I wish they used him more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. The
1: Dragon Ball. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the Dragon Ball problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. I like this. Uh, I wish there was a bit more character in it. I, I know Tien is also, like, consistently one of the least popular characters yeah, in, like, he character ranking polls. Yeah, yeah, people do not like Tien in Japan. No, they hate him. Yeah. Uh, Back at Korin Tower, Korin tells Goku that he has nothing left to teach him, as Goku mastered his techniques and lessons, and they won't be enough to stop Piccolo. <gasps> Korin tells then tells Goku that Roshi has been killed, which leads to one of the more touching moments of Goku just really being sad he didn't have a chance to say bye. I was like, that's... Turn on the clip show. Yeah, yeah. turn on the clip show. I timed this. It's one minute and 18 seconds of clips. Yeah, I mean, like, Goku saying, like, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye is sad. But then, yeah, the clip show happens. A very cost-effective series-spanning flashback. From, like, Roshi riding in on Turtle to the moment, like, they last talked, including the time when he tried to fuck a mermaid. Like, yeah, for some, for reason, freaking, that for some
2: reason the fuck a mermaid moment shows up, and I was yeah. legitimately flabbergasted. All <laughs> well, the rest I of it were, like, was, like,
1: touching, like, actual, like, Roshi-Goku interaction, and then just, hey, mermaid, you wanna bang? And then right back to, like, training montage, like, what? It was definitely like, oh, they really needed to get the full minute 30 here, so they padded it out with something. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, of all the Roshi pervy moments, which they didn't, they should they hate him, they had to include him trying to fuck the mermaid. It's the only but, one that made sense, Thomas. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was
1: the most back, Roshi of the clips. Back to Goku, who is now furious once more that Piccolo took away someone else he cares about. Goku wants to storm off and fight him right then and there, but Corrin tells him that he can't face him in anger. But when Goku asserts that he has to kill him, Corrin agrees to let him take a sip. A sip of the Ultra Divine Water. which is for pros, unlike the other water (laughs) that was just water. (laughs) But this one's got stuff in it that isn't just cat hair. Yeah, which I was like, I find it very funny that Corrin did actually have steroid water. (laughs) He, <laughs> but only just f- but only on for
2: the coop. only for the special boys. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then episode 115. Oh or I guess we talk about this episode for a second. Just how do, how do we
2: feel about the clip? Sh- it sounds like bad. Let's <laughs> <What's her? laughs>
1: The clip It ended pretty weak. I think I like it as like a let's slow down again. Like let's wrap up the conflict from the last episode with Piccolo and King Furry. Uh, but then let's slow down for a moment, reacquaint ourselves with where everyone's at, and figure out, like, all right, so here's where we are going mm-hmm. into the final phase, I assume, of this arc. Which is Goku's train... Well, second to last phase of Goku and Tien's, like, concurrent training and then facing Piccolo again. Yeah.
0: hmm
1: Yeah. It's a little slow, obviously, and probably could have... I-, I feel like they could have spent more time elaborating on some of these moments. less It's weird. I wanted more time with Goku Core and less time with Kame House because I feel like we spent a lot of time on Kame House when we kind of got it.
0: Well, just, I, mean, like, I mean, those people are basically just out of
1: the story at this point, right? I
2: yeah. Filler, I doubt they are.
1: I, I wish... I want to see more of, like, Yamcha trying to train, at least. But, like, that's what... In an ideal world, I would want to see the three of them all like setting out, thinking they are basically doing it on their own. Well, you know, if we a, had if we had an extra minute twenty of time in this episode, maybe we could have. Yeah, because I feel like that's the one of the interesting components of this is seeing Tien and Goku taking very different routes to defeat Piccolo.
2: Yeah, like Goku like, like only ones. understands the 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 power of might, and so he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna go fuck up Piccolo. And Tien's like, I gotta do this technique thing that. Yeah. and this guy was talking to me about. Yeah.
1: In a sense, one of them's decided that the weight of the world has to be on his shoulders while the other one is turning to get help from somebody else. Like, even if in the end, Goku will be the one to face Piccolo, or at least in his uh, mind, he's going to face him alone, he's turned to somebody else to train him, to help him, to, like, get aid. Uh, While Tien spurned aid, like, turned all of his friends away to go... Basically kill himself. Mm-hmm. But Tien, Goku's also coming in this with the mindset of, I will beat Piccolo and not die. Yeah. Tien is like, I am accepting this death sentence for myself. Yeah, Goku expects to walk out of this. Tien doesn't. Yeah. Which, Which is it like makes
2: Goku a more interesting character in my eyes still. Yeah.
1: It makes Goku, well, Goku's the more interesting character, but Goku's our protagonist, so I hope he is. <laughs> um, but it makes for an interesting dichotomy in, like, an A-B plot. And part of me would have liked to have seen, like, well, then, what is Yamcha's version? Which right now is just lamenting that he can't do
2: anything. Yeah, I'm a weak That big, is we Yamcha's bat- version.
1: Yeah, which is his version, but I'm like, I want to see something more active. Like, it's very, it's a very passive character decision. Look, well, be like, nice to him. he just Goku had his him. knee shattered, like, two days ago. True. But Tiet and Goku are much more active characters in the story, like in the narrative. They have a lot more agency. But anyway, moving on to episode 115, Awaken Darkness. Yeah, it's past noon. Get the hell up already.
2: (laughs) Get your life together. Darkness.
1: (laughs) Our (laughs) one allowed DBZA reference is checked. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, uh also yeah noticing now that the recaps have become the norm like it's, it's very hit or miss if there's going to be a recap in the beginning but now it seems every episode has like a minute and a half recap True. and then a minute and a half opener and then I, the episode begins i do like the narrator's line in this one where piccolo began his conquest in the most unlikely places king's castle And I I don't know about you, but if I planned on taking over, like, a country or something, King's Castle would probably be the first place I'd hit. Ah, the Bowser Castle. I feel (laughs) like it's, like, intentionally tongue-in-cheek. Like, you wouldn't guess where he'd go to conquer the nation, where its leader
2: lives. (laughs) Have you been to King's Castle?
1: Yeah. But after all that, we open on sweeping shots of the still-smoldering Chow Castle inside which Piano samples food from the feast the castle servants have made for Piccolo, which... Oh, fuck. The castle's name is Chow Castle because it's a dog and Dog Chow. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? It just, you just got that? I don't think I'd heard its name was Chow Castle. Before. Yeah, I don't think
2: he knew it was Chow Castle. Was right. I'm going to sit. Oh,
1: no. Oh, I love that. That's stupid. I love oh, it. Yeah. I do love that Piano's eating animation is he, like, puts the food in his mouth and tilts his head, like, all the way fucking back. Like, he has no swallowing ability. It's a (laughs)
2: seagull eating a fish.
1: Yeah, it's very funny. It's power. Um, Yeah. Piano then just rips all the fucking food off the table, being like, this shit sucks. Like, going full Gordon Ramsay on him.
0: I don't know, Piano.
1: I saw you eat a bag of discarded potato chips off the ground. Like, the entire bag. (laughs) I mean this goes right into what he tells them to make instead, which is like mm-hmm. dinosaur tongue, newt manure, <laughs> and a whole bunch of just other shit that I don't have the time to list. You mean you don't want <laughs> some brain pudding? Yeah. And he's like, I make a hundred and eleven of each item. Like he In gets an like hour. a weirdly Yeah, he gets a super specific number. Uh so I mean, Piccolo can chow yeah. when he wakes up. Which this is is it the number, like, one repeated, like, considered bad luck in some cultures or, like, evil it, I... Dude, totally. Yeah. But then they cut to Piccolo, who is sleeping with his eyes open, perfectly stoic pose again. Freaking me good. the fuck
2: out. I love
1: yeah. it. I love this little detail, and they keep using it. Yeah. Cut to Goku, who still is like, what the fuck is Ultra Divine Water? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's like, what makes it different than the shit you served me last time? Corrin's like, it's <laughs> actually like important and mystical instead of just being water that I poured into a cup.
0: <laughs> that was a bit. This is not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Goku demands the Ultra Divine Water right fucking now. But Corrin's like, dude, chill. You gotta go find it in a maze of eyes. Which, Ooh. I did look this up. Uh, this is all totally filler material. Oh yeah! Uh, in the in the manga, Goku's like, "Give me the Ultra Divine Water," and Korin's just like, "Okay," and hands him the Ultra Divine Water. <laughs> oh, like, hmm. yeah. Everything between now and like when Goku leaves Korin Tower for Goku is filler. Which is like, I will say, it is very much just handed to him in the manga. I was which is I'm not gonna say I kind of like thing. it better with their request being attached. I am kind of like, I don't know if the quest itself is great, but the idea that there's at least a hurdle to get over <laughs> is better. The, the quest is not good, but at least he had to do something to get it. Yeah, Goku has to be an active character to get the water. But what but if I he guess was just is... handed
2: it as like a funny bit?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been Man, this, may this may kill you,
2: bud. Time. I don't know. <laughs> See you on the flip. Now, I also pointed out of it out. my lookout.
1: I also pointed out, Goku's going after water, and where he's going is a place of ice. So if it's not frozen, then I think Goku's just getting a jug filled to the brim with vodka.
2: He's
0: getting Hell smeared yeah. off ice. Hell, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah Goku's just going to get fucking blitzed and fight Piccolo again, <laughs> which would be hilarious <laughs> if yeah, that was ul- how it the Ultra Divine it. Water is just alcohol.
2: Nothing special. Yeah. It's
1: just alcohol to give you the courage and make you think you can do it. Yeah, it's like in the book Wizard of Oz when Lion wants courage, so the wizard just gives him a thing of booze. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think in the original well, story he just gives amazing. him a blast. Yeah. <laughs> Which is even funnier than just being like, it's in your heart the whole time. It's like here's alcohol.
2: <laughs> it's super in your heart, actually. I know. Like, I've been using now, this bad boy. Now for let a me few tell years. you about the silver
1: standard. It's up there with the Futurama version of The Wizard of Oz, where the wizard's just like, Zoidberg, you don't need courage when you have a gun, and just hands him a gun. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite. It's one of my favorite just, like, punchlines in Futurama.
0: Oh, Um, oh, Zoidberg. uh,
1: Yeah. also, Goku doesn't know what a maze is, conceptually, which is very funny. Because he's like, you're going to an ice maze. And he's like, what's a maze? Um, Corrin is like, so you want in on this death maze, huh? And Goku's like, yes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like that love, 100%. I would, Sweet.
2: I would quite enjoy a maze of my own death.
1: <laughs> yeah, Goku's like, yes. Yajirobe, you want in on this shit? And Yajirobe's like, help me out. Which, Yeah, that... <laughs> that seems like what Yajirobe would say to this it's all uh, so effort. he just says yeah so he just barrels downstairs and he's like i'm going to find more fucking food cuz apparently he's no longer a human he, balloon filled I with sensu ate a
2: thousand sensu beads and almost exploded
1: <laughs> yeah. and he's hungry 10 minutes later yeah it's almost like this is written by someone else uh so he heads down and goes to one of the pots which he should know by now have mystical vision shit in them No, no, but this one's got beans. Yeah, so Ajarobi just pops one open, sees like a cold thing in a void, and he's like, oh, there's probably ice cream in there, and then fucking falls in.
2: (laughs) That's me, Uh, though.
1: Yeah, and this is what, literally, it's like the same static shot, like a wide shot. You can see the stairs, you can see the pot. Yajirobi falls in. Goku and Korin, immediately after he falls in, appear down the stairs. Uh, and Corin's like, all right, well, here's the entrance to the maze and leads him to the same <laughs> pot, which is very funny to me. Uh, Corrin then lets Goku know, it's like, oh yeah, uh, there's going to be darkness in there. Don't fucking go in it. That's going to be your greatest <laughs> challenge. And Goku's like, I, don't, I ain't scared of the dark. And he's like, hey, all right, kid, you fucking crazy little you bastard. Will get in be. there. Yeah.
2: You little bastard, you're going to fucking die in there. It's good. All right. I love you. All
1: right. Get in. Get in the jar.
2: (laughs) Get in my fucking jar.
1: (laughs) So Goku gets in his fucking jar (laughs) and falls through like a tornado before waking up in the ice maze. So do we think it's like a teleportation jar or there is like a pocket dimension inside the jar? I think it's a pocket dimension.
2: I think it's a teleporter. But to where? Now now we debate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I literally looked at it and said, now Goku begins the D&D adventure by this game, and so I'm saying to But like, honestly, it's probably I'm, Yeah, I'm saying he I crossed don't...
1: like an Einstein-Rosen bridge into a new dimension.
2: <laughs> I don't know what
1: any of this means.
2: I don't know where you're going. I don't know who you are after saying words like this in my domain. I don't know where
1: you're going, and I don't want to follow. My eyes rolled into the back of my head, and a physicist stepped into my body for two seconds. And and they went,
2: oh, Jesus Christ, what is this place? Just Dragon Ball info. (laughs) (laughs) I need to Uh. tell my whole theorem.
1: Goku takes in his surroundings until he hears, like, Korin's voice called out to him. And Corrin's like, all right, find the water, then come back here, I'll fucking pull you out. And Goku heads off with Corrin being like, ah, kids, glad I'm old. <laughs> funny that that's his revelation to me. And then he's like, yo, Yajirobe, where you at? Cut to Goku wandering about, freezing his ass off in his gi before running into Yajirobe. Yadrobi's like, oh shit, which way'd you come from? Oh fuck, I'm cold as hell. Oh my god, I hate this fucking place. But Goku's like, I could really use a friend. Just anyone.
2: <laughs> anyone who uh. likes me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All the other ones Yajirobe are Yadrobi is also heading the wrong way, which Goku points out. So they try to o- head back. I'm gonna be honest, I thought Goku was lying to him at first to get him to tag along. <laughs> I thought he was too. But they try to turn back, and they run into... Like some ice crosses? Which yes, is...
2: who made these ice crosses?
1: It was weirdly intense visual for Dragon Ball, like very kind of dark, like foreboding. Does Corrin go in to get the bodies afterwards and like bury them or does the next person who comes in see the corpse and be like, well, that's ominous and unsanitary I better give him a little funeral.
2: I guess so. Welcome to my ice I guess cross parade.
1: <laughs> I think darkness just makes them, because, like, he wants to be edgy and cool. The same he reason is he calls darkness. Himself darkness.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's uh, got a
2: problem. He's my good friend, but he's fucked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Yajirobe walks up and just kicks one of the ice crosses over, which it shatters. He's and reveals, spirit. like, a medieval knight trapped inside. <laughs>
2: uh welcome to my
1: death games oh a fucking dead (laughs) medieval knight let me add this isn't like a oh you freed me like (laughs) no this guy's dead (laughs) i can now continue my quest
2: young friend (laughs) thank (laughs) you oh
1: don't worry oh he's been freed from life (gasps) yeah goku and yajirobi are like all right this is freaking me out (laughs) turn to go (laughs) and that's when the ice starts to shatter and crack toward them the very maze itself attacking them and from this crack, a cold tornado gives rise to an ice monster before their eyes. <gasps> and I had to say, this was like some surprisingly fluid and nice-looking animation for filler material. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Like the, mm-hmm. Yeah, the there ice. There are some monster, really like, cool designs in this
2: filler, honestly. That I'm
1: like super there's into. There's some good designs that there's some honestly like pretty good action animation in it. Like I was like, oh, this is like the most effort put into filler stuff so far.
2: Yeah, they um, do some good shit here, actually. Mm-hmm. It's genuinely surprising. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: the beast then just kind of growls at him for a second uh before sending some strong waves of cold air at him goku tries his best to reason with the guy (laughs) which is sweet but it's just an ice monster so it's not gonna respond just an ice monster okay racist yeah yajirobe charges it with his sword and manages to slice it in half with one fell sw- strike. Uh, but it merely just regenerates the lost part. Uh, Goku hits it with like a flurry of blows. Once again, it just gets back up unfazed, so out of their their element here. Yeah, it doesn't really even do anything. <laughs> it's, just kind of, it's just kind of standing there.
2: Get it yeah. out of their element. Ugh, we have good fun here. ba
1: dum ba Goku hits it with a Kamehameha, as he does in these situations.
2: Yeah, you know it's filler when he flips out the fucking Kamehameha in an instant. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Hard cut to pure darkness, where darkness itself laments being awoken and will make (laughs) Goku suffer for it. And I'm like, you know, me too most mornings to my alarm, buddy. When darkness closes his eyes, does he only see light? That's a great question. I'll get back to this,
2: never. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the Ice Beast
1: is just fine after getting kamehameha Uh So Goku and Yajirobe are like, Cheese it! And run! Uh, with Yajirobe dropping his Sensu as they slide away on the ice cliffs. Goku uses Yajirobe as a human sled, riding him around until they fall into a big old dark chasm. Uh, cut to Suno and some other girl, uh, comforting that girl's grandma as she is about to die which damn how long has it been since piccolo came here and just blasted all these people i don't know 20 minutes probably yeah, like an
2: hour yeah
1: Suno just sees piccolo fucking execute one of the other guards and then orders piano to kill the cooks <laughs> Fuck. uh sudo then picks up the dead soldier's rifle and takes aim at Piccolo Yes, but she can't bring herself to pull Come the on, trigger girl boss. Let the it. hate
2: flow through you Suno
1: <laughs> and that's when Piccolo turns around to face her and fucking laser eyes right at her yes, or right over yes. her shoulder girl boss <laughs> get killed Uh, but she thought it was heading at her but she took aim at another soldier that was right behind her like not even paying Suno enough mind to kill her Cut to Tien, who's still firing evil containment wave blast into the night sky. Just still doesn't have it quite down yet, but he's figuring it out.
2: He's doing his best.
1: (laughs) Cut back to Goku and Yajirobe, who awaken in the dark cavern under the maze. Yajirobe takes a little bit longer to wake up, taking a giant icicle to the fucking face before he actually gets back up. Uh, Yajirobe's pissed that Goku rode him. Which, fair. Phrasing. Uh, and Darkness is pissed that these humans are, like, in his fucking house. Which, also fair. Darkness watches as Goku and Yajirobe fight over whether to find the water or the way back. It's very Darkness exciting stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Darkness then says it's time they call upon their visitors, and into the shadows steps Master Roshi? Dun-dun-dun! Yeah, which, that's the that's the cliffhanger we end on, and I will not lie, I was not expecting Roshi to step in here, uh, though it makes sense that he's here if this is hell. Or <laughs> is it Roshi? Or is it perhaps <laughs> an imposter? That's sus. I have to stay
2: hip with the kids.
1: Kill him. Kill him now. <laughs> But yeah, so that's that episode. It's the first half of our, like, filler arc with Goku and Yajirobi in the maze. And yeah, I think it, my sentiment it will stay the same throughout. It's like, this is not the best quest they could have gone on, but I'm happy there is some work they put into getting the Ultra Divine Water.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, agree.
1: And there's some really surprisingly nice animation in this little filler arc. Like, it's fun to watch visually you can skip it if you're like trying to just watch only canon material quote-unquote in the anime though they kind of weave the filler into the canon in places like with the tn uh okashika joe shit i don't think you lose too much if you skip it but like you might be a weirdly confused
2: (laughs) it it, it definitely uh, like a lesser experience Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like
1: you gotta watch Dragon Ball with the filler, almost.
2: Yeah, I think it, it it adds a whole lot to Dragon Ball to have the filler there.
1: Yeah, at least some world building, which Toriyama doesn't really like to do a lot of the time.
2: No, he specifically hates it for some reason. Yeah, it's
1: taken to <laughs> like super, and I assume it's probably a big push from Toyotaro to start fleshing out the world beyond Earth more.
2: Please, Mr. Toriyama, um, yeah. let me just write your cool shit. A crumb of world building. (laughs) Toriyama laughs. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: (laughs)
1: No. That's when we get to Episode 116. A taste of destiny. Just just a little destiny. A little smidgen
2: for the boys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yajirobe and Goku wander through the dark caves. Goku not seeing no fucking water around here. (laughs) Uh, And then air quotes Roshi watching from the shadows very creepily. Though... Not much different than regular Roshi. I yeah, guess.
2: that's not much of a step up or step down.
1: Yeah, evil Roshi might actually be less evil than actual Roshi. <laughs> in some ways. Well, he hasn't molested anybody yet. That's true, so he's honestly better in my eyes.
2: Yeah, the darkness is very much a good guy, it seems like. by
0: the end A of gentleman.
1: This. Oh, for real. Yajirobe calls Goku dumb for wanting to try and stop Piccolo. Meanwhile, some little balls of light float on by Goku for... reasons. (laughs) That just kind of happens.
2: What are you?
1: (laughs) Goku and Yajirobe split up when a fork leads either up or down in the caves. Goku goes down, Yajirobe goes up, uh, and Goku's determined to find the water no matter what. We see Roshi again sneak up on Goku, catching Goku's fist when he instinctively tries to punch him. But Goku's super excited to see the guy that he thought was fucking dead. Not noticing any of his creepy demon double laughs. Like, he does, yeah. like, these little laughs that are, like, layered with two voices. Like, the classic possessed voice. Um, hey, Roshi, how are and, you doing that with your throat? Yeah. So, he's like, hey, Roshi, you seen the Ultra Divine Water anywhere? And Roshi's like, yeah, come on.
2: <laughs> follow, me, <laughs> follow me, Goku.
1: Meanwhile, Yajirobe sneaks up on a fucking Komodo dragon who's just down here. (laughs) And now we have filler from our filler. (laughs) Yeah, now determined to eat this fucking dragon. Yajirobe chases the creature right above where Goku chases Roshi. Roshi, moving strangely strangely fast despite walking. Roshi comes up on Kame House, opening the door to reveal all of Goku's friends. (laughs) In air quotes, which... I have to point out, with this monster's vision or whatever, the monster chose not to include Shoutsu or Tien.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Well, he only yeah, does I was like,
1: them. I feel like this is very funny <laughs> in a big <laughs> way to me.
2: Goku's still working uh, through letting those people be friends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: We then listen to the darkness just kind of pant heavily for a second before turning its view to Goku and his friends. Getting ready to eat a big ass meal. All of them talk wrong, mm-hmm. which part of me, it's like everyone's doing like the worst performance of their characters, which is like mm-hmm. kind of funny to me. I'm like, I like this interpretation from the dub. Yeah. Where, like, deliver the lines very flatly and weirdly. Like, yeah. hello, Goku. Like, how are you today? Ha 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 ha
2: ha Well, it's, it's less, it's more so it's like, hey, Goku, how are you? And you're like, uh. there is a little
1: bit of like, what Zach's saying though too yeah, like, it oh, almost yeah. sounds like like when you watch yeah, what like, do you mean speed Goku Eraser. oh yeah
2: yeah, very sp- yeah <laughs> actually it's a great <laughs> comparison it's very speed racery
1: yeah like the speed racer dub where they add in like haha at the end of sentences and shit to like fill the lip flaps instead of like all this other shit <laughs> and it's like very wooden and I was like this feels hilarious <laughs> like this feels like a very intentional nod to those types of dubs
0: well um, yeah
2: never even is- thought about that yeah
1: yeah, which I thought was like very fun for. I think even Ulog throws in like a ha ha at the mm-hmm, end of like yeah. one of his lines. Um which is very good. We should wait you should wait down here for Piccolo until he is dead. Ha ha. ha Yeah, that's what he does. He's like, you should stay down here and wait till Piccolo is dead. Ha ha. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, not a bad plan. I
2: don't
1: yeah, know. Basically they're just does like,
2: Piccolo ever die? Do we Piccolo- don't, he got old. He got really old, which implies that he does die of old age eventually. Well, it was like Yeah, like,
1: Saiyans die when they're like 80. So, like, he can't. If Goku is still aging down there, Goku will not outlast Piccolo. Yep, yeah, looks as a wiener.
2: Yep, yeah, I'm still aging down there. <laughs> <laughs> I would, why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> why would. You know what? We're moving on. What is I'm not engaged. Cur- this cursed me. content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, don't engage with the (laughs) the truth.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but they are like, if you stay here, you'll live forever, which I don't know if that's true or just the darkness making shit up. Probably Uh, making shit up considering all the corpses. Yeah, but he's like, yo, and then you and Yamcha can fight the tournament again, and then Goku's like... Fucking shame on all of you. You're cowards. <laughs> Which I love. That's <laughs> Goku's response. Not y'all are obviously demon projections. Or at least like something is wrong here. He's just like, why did y'all become such cowards? Fuck all of you and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be such
2: big babies.
1: Uh, yeah. It's but only Roshi, Roshi follows him out telling him like, you insist on seeking the water. I will fucking kill you in full demon double voice now. Uh, and then Roshi starts bending the rocks around their fi- around them, like, throwing them at Goku, basically using, like, telekinesis. Uh, while also attacking him and telling him that the Ultra Divine Water is not meant for humans. And this is when it finally clicks for Goku, like, no, You're not anyone.
2: Roshi! You're not my dad!
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, way too late.
2: Yeah, well, I mean... And again... Goku.
0: Yeah, it yeah. is Goku.
1: He pretty much has to be told. Uh, I will say this again Goku, you know, dodging boulders, taking a couple hits, charging at Demon Roshi, blocking his attacks. Again, weirdly nice, like, choreography animation. <laughs> like, all yeah. the fight choreography and whatnot looks really good, like, really crisp in this. Uh, not quite full on, like, you know, Tien versus Yamcha level, like, nice fighting, but close to it.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Yajirobe catches the Komodo dragon, but immediately falls off a cliff, dropping the lizard and falling right on top of Goku, uh, rolling them both over another, deeper (laughs) cliffside. Nothing but cliffs (laughs) this cave. Goku manages to catch them both, just barely, but now Demon Roshi is just loading over the two, hanging perilously over the chasm. Goku pleads for the demon to let yajirobe go since the fight is between just the two of them but roshi will not budge trying to convince goku to just drop yajirobe do it basically like if you drop yajirobe you'll get back up fine but goku refuses so roshi starts kicking the shit out of goku's face (laughs) just fucking (laughs) brutalizing him and when this doesn't work is uses a technique to send electric painful shocks through Goku's body, focused on making him let go. This is one but of Goku- the
2: weirder shots in the thing. He pulls the hand up, right? Mm-hmm. Goes to mm-hmm. like, looks like he's going to go strike him. Does not show him striking Goku, right?
0: Mm-hmm. In this
2: scene, Goku then is like, starts screaming in pain and shocking but they never show, like, where Roshi touches yeah, Goku in this scenario. Yeah, doesn't show Yeah, just, like, a hand lights up, and then Goku screaming in pain. Like, electricity cra- uh, coursing through him. Goku, again, like, screaming in pain. Yajirobe kind of, like, well, look, what's happening? Don't let me go. He's just, like, force
1: lightninging um, him.
2: Yeah, it is it is a very weird... It's one of the few times I watched it and was like, I have, like, legitimately no idea what's happening here. Like, I have an idea of what's happening here, but I have no actual clue of what's going on.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it is a weird shot. Of all the other good animation, this one...
2: Isn't. This one this one felt like the most, like, filler animation they had to do. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. we got to just put this in here, because we didn't know what to mm-hmm. do, actually. Yeah, we, we've got four it, unconnected storyboards. Like, yeah,
1: I think they almost just wanted to stop having to animate Roshi kicking him. Yeah. It's an easier <laughs> thing to animate. The animator's hand broke before Goku's face. Yeah. But Goku, again, shocked going through him, still refuses to submit. The darkness eyes him, turning into like a ball of light, then disappearing. The entire cave starts to shake, knocking loose a chunk of rock from the wall. But instead of falling, the two are like flat on the ground now. Like it's just like rock breaks. It seems like they're going to fall. They start screaming in a close-up and then camera pans back and reveals now they're lying on their side. Like they've been teleported. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all an illusion
2: of the mind.
1: I thought that was cool. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's good. I thought it was a cool shot, too. The
2: darkness test. Uh, Yeah.
1: A halo of light appears before them, a form emerging from a dark pool. Darkness. Darkness tells Goku that he has proven himself worthy and offers Goku the Ultra Divine Water. But he warns him now, a warning that I feel like Korin should have given
0: him. Yeah,
2: this (laughs) feels like like the Korin warning. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Which in the anime is probably the Korin warning. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah,
1: I'd imagine that's in the manga Korin tells him this, but he's like, This is super dangerous, and only someone who is physically and mentally tough will be made stronger by drinking it. If you're not tough enough already, it will just kill you. It was also only make him stronger if he has special power within him. uh, Which is like you know later on in the series we have a lot of people talking about unleashing their hidden potential so this is kind of like the first time somebody has their potential unleashed is this water that gets of, like i guess that gets dropped after Namek though right or is that no no, 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 they, no that hangs out no they 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 that's the uh, elder kai elder kai yeah yeah, yeah 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 he does a much more elaborate version of it yeah so he's looking for a mentions, while then he can yeah before he can get it up well, he has to dance around him for a while, and then he keeps chanting while just looking at some porn, and then he keeps chanting, and it takes literally like a day. I think it's either 24 hours or 48 hours. I can't remember if it's a day or two days. I think it's a day, because it doesn't like the entire Boo Saga happen in like a week. Yeah, shit. The Boo Saga? Okay. The Boo Saga is fast. It starts with the fucking Great Saiyan Man arc, which is. The Boo really Saga is long.
2: fast. But yeah, the Bu- words spoken by every man Actually, who talks yeah. about the <laughs> I mean, thing. Okay, the
1: busaka is fast <laughs> timeline-wise. The busaka is very slow pacing-wise. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it happens in an incredibly short amount of time for how many fucking manga and anime manga chapters and anime episodes it takes. oh but uh, he's like, yeah, drink it. You might die. And Yajirobe's like, hey, how many people have drank the water? Darkness says 13. The unlucky How many number. people have survived? Mm-hmm. None. So you think like, what, like seven? Doesn't respond. Three? Doesn't respond. <laughs> Two? He's yeah. like, that's just poison.
0: <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I, love, I
1: love
2: his response. That shit can't be right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which like, based on the evidence he has, that's a pretty reasonable extrapolation to be like, This is another fucking joke, and he's just gonna kill you. (laughs) Honestly, kudos to Yajirobe for putting two and two together. That shit's just poison. Yeah. But then Goku's like, I'ma go for it, because anything is worth getting the power to avenge and save my friends, in that order.
0: Uh, (laughs) The old one-two.
1: Yeah. This is when Yajirobe's like, it's stupid to do the right thing. I think he almost says that verbatim. Um... But Goku just fucking pours a cup of the water and is like, let's do this. Yajirobe decides to like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to like sticks his finger in and like licks the tiniest sip. And I take the kudos right back. Yeah, because it sends him immediately to the floor in terrible pain. Which he does get back up and he's like, Goku, that shit is definitely poison. But then Goku just downs the whole cup.
2: I, Yajirobe, you're such a beautiful fucking idiot.
1: Goku, right. <laughs> that's just poison. Poor scope. Let me just let me taste a little bit of that.
2: Just a little bit. A little bit of poison. That's definitely poison, I'm sure of it now.
0: <laughs> Bro, uh,
2: it's not good.
1: Yeah. And this is when it sends electric jolts through Goku's body, putting him in immense pain. He just writhes on the ground, visions of his past training and Piccolo flooding his mind. Cut kind away of for a second to King Furry in makeup for a TV appearance. <laughs> and then Oolong watching a cartoon. His show then gets interrupted by Furry coming onto the TV, announcing that he is giving his control over to King Piccolo. But then he goes off script, being like, hey, fuck King Piccolo, resist, fight back! And then Piccolo fucking chokes him out, and it takes the stage, telling the world that he is their new ruler. <gasps> he also tells them that he is a loving king. And Piccolo announces that he is eradicating the police, which is woke as hell, Piccolo. Piccolo based? Question yeah, I was mark? like, at this moment, I was like, all right, this isn't so bad. I mean, he killed like half of a city for no reason, but. <laughs> 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 he um, seems having, all right, except has, for the
2: city part, but you know. Who hasn't yeah. in the heat of the moment?
1: Yeah, but then he turns right around and says,
2: like, murder and theft are also legal, mm, which is a little Piccolo, less Piccolo not as based. <laughs> and yeah. it looks like ACAB has not worked out in our favor, boys. <laughs> yeah,
1: and this is when Piccolo says a line, which is fucking great, because Piccolo is just full of great lines. <laughs> He's like, order is dead and chaos reigns, thus says King Piccolo. <laughs> Cuts a blonde blanche in the corner who's like... You know, I'm pretty cool with this new leader. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had to stop there. That was so good. <laughs> that was the best punchline they could have put on that moment. <laughs> Bulma and Yamcha are freaking out. Launch just kind of looks down and go. You know, that doesn't sound that bad.
0: Mm-hmm. I've heard worse. <laughs> yeah.
1: Back to Goku, who is in tremendous pain still, but is fighting it on the floor. And we see what is an awesome visual of him like screaming, and it like turns into the Ozaru like in his mind's eye screaming as well the great ape yeah if you will mm-hmm. uh which oh, well. corin feels that awakening of power all the way in the tower so it Just has to be, be uh, teleportation yeah i guess it has uh, to be see? wondering if mm. yeah which is when he's like is goku the first one to survive the power boost which again corin you should have told <laughs> goku this <laughs>
2: Eh. Look, look, Corin, either you thought he was going to live or you didn't. If you didn't yeah. think he was going to live, you wouldn't have told him.
1: Oh, yeah. But as we cut back to Goku, Hopefully. who's now motionless with his eyes open on the ground. And that's the end of the episode. It's a banger. Goku looking dead as hell. <laughs> and like the, the, the narration's like, will Goku survive <laughs> as he's fucking dead?
2: As Goku died, will he live? Perhaps next time on Dragon Ball. On Goku Lives next time.
1: (laughs) On Goku still alive, because this is Dragon Ball, and Raditz isn't here yet. Honestly, the next episode,
2: it's called The Ultimate Sacrifice, so fuck it, that is a a better title name than Goku Lives or whatever, so yeah. That at least has some ambiguity to it. I'll give it to him. Oh yeah, which I'm sure...
1: (laughs) Makes me wonder, then, if Tien is gonna try to fucking face Piccolo in the next episode.
2: (laughs) Yeah, then Tien's like, time to kill myself, like, just (laughs) like my master did. How does he even practice the uh, evil containment way? Well, he does in this episode, right? I know, but, like... How does that work? I have... Because, like, my, it kills you if you do it, and Roshi demonstrated, even if you miss or don't do it on anything, it still yeah. kills you. Well, he didn't He didn't my, miss, he did, or well, he missed, but <laughs> he did do it, right? So my imagination is, like, he, he has, like, the technique of, like, grabbing someone and putting them in it, but the technique of actually, like, forcing your will upon someone like that is so hard that it kills you. Oh, okay. I'm assuming my it's the idea is, behind it yeah. at this point. My as long as you hit somebody that, with yeah. it. Yeah. The strength you
1: you need is determined by the strength of what you're sealing. So, like, you know, if Tien's trying to seal, like, a rock when he's practicing it, the rock isn't fighting back and isn't very heavy. So I imagine that doesn't take much energy. He's like, this is my headcanon interpretation. But, like, Piccolo, who is immensely stronger than Tien and and is actively fighting against, you know, being sealed is going to require more energy that There's or it's like technique. A, that or it's does like come a, back uh, around yeah that or it's like a it's the fall that kills you not the sudden stop type thing where as long as you do any part of it then it's like okay you've used too much energy even yeah, if yeah. the landing
2: yeah i assume so it's sort of that. like a you know like how in dragon ball to like use a of energy and collapse but not die i assume that's just what the mop Ma- the mafuba or the better name evil containment wave is doing it's just, like, it causes so much energy drain to battle someone that you do I'm it until you die,
1: pretty much. I'll openly acknowledge that I'm very inconsistent as to what technique name I use on a lot of these <laughs> things. I don't think anyone cares. I'm just
2: more just like, I just like yeah. Evil Containment Wave more because I'm always there for the hammier name that I can understand than Mafubo, which is, like... Look, I just don't understand what that means. When someone just yells, evil containment wave, I go, every part of that, understood, officer.
1: (laughs) I vary on, like, which one I like more sometimes. I mean, some of it's nostalgia's sake for some of the names. Like, love me a good special beam cannon or destructo disc as opposed to Makako Sapo or Kienza, respectively. Um, or
2: Kanzan, I don't know. I also like I, I dumb, know. like so when someone yells <laughs> "special beam cannon," that doesn't make any sense either. But I'm also <laughs> just like yeah, which is why I if know, they I, called it like "spiral beam death ray" or whatever, I forget the exact title. It is like direct translation like from what, Japanese. What sapo means? Yeah, right. Like that is <laughs> such a good name in my head. Like um. If they sell, let me go find it real quick, I'm gonna go look it up. Well, I mean because... sometimes
1: they need certain things too. Like, uh, I know Ultra Instinct is not a one-to-one translation of the technique. Yeah. So super.
2: So Makako Simpa's Demon's Penetrating Killing Light Gun. That's an incredible name. If they just Fuck. called that's it Demon's Penetrating Gun, also... I
1: would be like, yeah. Holy shit! I would <laughs> I say the biggest scream. thing we have to consider is lip it's flaps so good
2: oh yeah of course <laughs> but like special beam cannon demons penetrating cannon i feel like you could somehow fit that in there or demon can penetrate cannon
1: oh yeah
0: demon penetrate w- gun is also incredible I will, <laughs> yeah.
1: I will say later techniques and whatnot uh in the dub they're kind of a little flip floppy too on whether they use the japanese name or come up with a new name for it in oh, english yeah. like uh Beerus's Hakai, which Hakai literally just means destruction. Yeah, they, they just use just that. Use, yeah, they're like, yeah, that's cool. yeah, they just call it
2: Hakai. Later. They're like, that's just a sick name. Yeah, I bet mean, mm-hmm. like if they describe it or not, right? So if someone yeah. goes special beam cannon, it has to just look like a special beam cannon, right? But if someone's mm-hmm. like Hakai, it means destruction. And they're probably like, eh, then sure, we'll just use de- Hakai there.
1: Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. like... Hakai sounds cooler, as well as that's two syllables. Destruction is three syllables, so yeah. like lip flap wise it works better. But they also still call like the Makako Sapo is still called um the special beam cannon, though I feel like that's legacy sake. At yeah, this I was about point. to say
2: at that point it's embedded. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: though they do start calling Mr. Satan Mr. Satan in Dragon Ball Super's dub instead of Hercule. Good. Um slash when they finally went and dubbed the final chapters of Dragon Ball Z Kai, uh, they call him Mr. Satan.
2: They knew what was right. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Uh but like Ultra Instinct, they call like autonomous Ultra Instinct to match the lip flaps. But like the real word, I don't know how you say it in Japanese. I know the literal translation is like the the fist overpowers the mind or something like that. That's sick. Which is <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's cool, and it's technically like a pretty accurate description of what it is. Um, yeah, and it's also like a pun somehow. I remember somebody saying, like the the words in Japanese are a pun. Oh, okay. On something, but like I don't I don't know how to I don't know Japanese. Oh, it's Toriyama, Japanese it's a stuff.
0: pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> perish the thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, yeah, these two episodes they are filler. I think these last moments were not filler. Like, Goku's location was from the filler, Mm -hmm. like, not being in Korin Tower for this, but this feels... Yeah, the context was filler, but the content was not. Yeah, as well as, like, you know, King Furry's declaration of Piccolo being their leader, and Piccolo uh, declaring the purge is on, essentially. (laughs) Welcome (laughs) to the forever purge. Yeah, the
2: forever purge. (laughs)
1: for real bad <laughs> what movie. a handy reference for right now yeah uh but yeah uh weirdly good animation for a filler arc in, a, in most places
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and some interesting designs thrown in there but no no it wasn't bad I mean, This is by far not bad i would say but it wasn't this isn't like a high point for the series either no it was
2: inoffensive
1: yeah like a, a six out of ten like elements of it are above average but not enough to like blow me away and make this my favorite stuff mm-hmm. but enough to be for me to be like if you're just you know marathoning like binge watching dragon ball don't skip these episodes but yeah, if you're binge watching just watch it all anyway
2: yeah i, I also want to point out one one last thing the darkness or what the darkness looks like is pretty cool too i wanted to oh it's a cool design it's like a weird almost looks like a like a face mask of, like, a Jason or a... Or op, other way of looking at that is a... What do you call the thing? An iron. Like, a shirt iron. But the yeah. two slits where its eyes are, like, are bigger holes. And one looks like it's always glaring and one just looks normal. It's so really weird, like, covered in shadow. Really weird. Like, comes out of nowhere. I have no idea if it was, like... Made from random things they put together, was made whole cloth. I have like no idea. It's just like strange in a way that doesn't Dragon Ball never gets into. So it feels very just out of place in a good way. It's just in there. I don't know. I haven't I didn't find it's based off of like some Japanese folklore stuff, but like anytime I look at the Japanese folklore stuff, it doesn't look anything like that either. So I don't know what their design they're going for. It's cool though. I like it. hmm <laughs> That's oh, all yeah. that
1: no there's definitely some like cool interesting designs that feel not super dragon ball-y in some ways but still
2: it, it works dragon ball it works <laughs> it works it just works well yeah but this is fun take me out Aww. brother <laughs>
1: thank you everybody for listening Glad to be back recording again.
2: Um, What are you talking about? We never left.
1: Yeah, we never left. There was never a break. We don't have lives.
2: Yes. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. This is accurate.
1: (laughs) Bye, everybody.
2: Love you. Bye. I don't
1: love you. But I respect you. I'm just not ready to make that jump yet. I'm not ready to commit. (laughs)